Early on in her career, Chicago soul singer Bernie Lev generated a buzz with her Golden Hour EP. Now the Chicago-based songstress is bringing her soulful, disco-tinged flavor full circle with her new release, House of Lev. I sat down with Bernie Lev to talk about the new project, her activism, and more. Don't talk about it, be about it, and if it keeps you high, don't live without it. Don't want your money, I want your time. Don't need the reason, I need the rhyme, and I keep... Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago singer and songwriter, the soulful Bernie Lev. The current project is House of Lev. Bernie, long time no see. How are you? I'm great. I'm uh, very busy, Jesse. <laughs> that sounds like a prepared statement. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I've got a lot going on. So, you know, I just graduated college a couple months ago. Ah, the real world is hitting you, huh? It's like on me. Not that I didn't know that this was what it was about to be, but it's definitely like it's 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 happening. Right. The sense of urgency is a little is, more apparent. It's here. Last time <laughs> exactly. you were here, this is crazy. I was looking at my notes and the last time you were here, it was literally in June of 2015. And we were talking about the golden hour, which hadn't even been released yet. You were previewing a few tracks with us. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel as an artist from that time to where you are now in terms of maturity and lyrical content? With Golden Hour, I really wanted to do a new style. It was very stylistic. With House of Love, it was very like, I don't, I mean, I care about style, but I'm very story-based. Everything that was on House of Love was very much uh, told from the perspective of, I just need to say what I need to say, and I'm going to say it. And my whole motto for House of Love was everything that you're thinking but didn't want to say. So that's what I put out. That's that was, you know, the goal with songs like Boring Hose, where it was just very, you know, like featuring Chasen. Right. Love him. My co-executive producer on House of Love. Uh, It was very just like, you know what? I'm tired of these group of people. I'm going to say it. This is how it goes. And as far as maturity level, I think I have reached a point of not caring so much about what other people are going to think of what I'm saying. Hmm. I want to get to that a little more in a second, but let's get back to sound. You were saying you were trying to do something different. I remember it being a little more upbeat, Mm dance-centric, disco, neo-soul infused, Mm -hmm. an amalgamation of all those things. This time around, it seems like you're a little more focused in that your vocals are first and foremost, and the backdrop, the instrumental, is a little more linear. Where did you arrive at with this EP? What did you want it to sound like? I wanted it to sound like exactly what you just said. I wanted the focus to be on the vocals. I wanted the focus to be a lot on the the background harmonies. When you listen to a really well-crafted song, at least when I listen to a really well-crafted song, I pay way more attention as to what's happening in the background for me because that is what tells me how long it was spent and, and the care it took to make this particular piece of work. Uh, the lyrics is just step one. The the singing and applying your first verse and your chorus and everything, that's the base. That's the easy part. The hard part is the things that people don't necessarily know they're paying attention to. It's those harmonies. It's the little changes in, in the chord, whether it be in your voice or in the track. It's the ad-libs. When you're singing a song, whether you realize it or not, it's those ad-libs that really get to you. It's those ones that when you're singing in the car with your girls, you're like, you randomly spurt out like, 
offset. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, like those hey. little, those little like extra things. It's 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 very rarely just okay. Here's my first verse. Here's my chorus. Here's my second. Now it's ending. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's bass. It's the seasoning. The li- it's Salt Bay. It's you know what I'm Salt Bay. <laughs> it's like you got to just add the little sprinkle of the Laurie's the garlic. <laughs> The the Mrs. Dash. Right. Your body snatch it. You need to snatch it. Your body take away. Your hands need to grab it. Don't make excuses. Be about that action. You need to take away. Your hands need to snatch it. As a songwriter, where do you find that you're pulling from? You said this story is from a certain perspective and that's not really caring and that you just want to get this message off your chest and in its most authentic way now is that bernie lev that we hear on these tracks is this bernie's story this is a hundred percent bernie lev do you know oh my god so i have to give you a hug then (laughs) this ep sounds like you were going through it i'm always going through it man aren't we all always going through it? i mean some of us more than others right right and something i realized and i was i was talking to uh Jake, my partner about this is like I was we were talking about people who I feel are very successful in their music that I I look up to. And we talked about vulnerability and not being afraid to put it out there. And I was also talking to Holt um, from Good Music. And he said, nobody cares about anything that they don't think that person believes. They want to believe it. It needs to be genuine. It needs to really come from a place that you believe. That's why Beyonce is so successful. Every time you hear a Beyonce song, it's, you know, like, it's like, like everything is like really put into that. There's some conviction in how she gets her message across. Nothing but conviction. And I'm not trying to put you on blast, but you mentioned Jake, Mm -hmm. your partner. Yeah. Some of these songs would lead me to believe that there was a falling out in a relationship. So I'm wondering how that manifests itself but also how it sits with the person who is hearing these songs who they can possibly be about the thing about songwriting is some of the songs you write are for the present some are for the past and some are speaking to your future so whether it be a relationship that is current that's falling out or something i'm speaking to you know a lot of the songs i write i wrote a year or two ago but even still when when your boyfriend or your girlfriend comes out to hear you talk about somebody from the past somebody or something that happened that they know you went through it's very personal and i think uh uh, actually show you suck and lily k and jake were all standing together at one of my shows that i was doing at uh jerry's r.i.p and he leans over to show you a second. He goes, how do you do this? Like, how do you listen to a song that you're girl? Because, you know, they're both musicians. Right. They got to hear each other. T- you, you know, being a musician is very personal. You're opening yourself up for other people to let you hear your crap. And he was just like, you, you, you get used to it, man. You deal with it. That's what that's what dating someone in this who wants to do this is going to be like. Have such an issue with the vulnerability that you bring out of me, and I just wanna know how you just see the best of me and how you came to be a symbol for the great unseen that love so often tends to mean, especially when felt this heavily. Of 
When you were here back in 2015, the focus already had been on Chicago's music scene. I think things were starting to really pop off with Save Money, certainly the garage rock scene. But also one thing that was pretty dope around that time is I think the focus also started for the first time in a long time to shift towards singers, whether it be jazz, neo-soul, just straight up R&B. You know, now here we are in 2017, we know the names of Lily Kay, we know yep. Aaron Allen Kane, we know Kiara Lanier, we know Kaina, we know Raven Lanay, you know, and the list goes on. How do you feel Chicago is now for individuals who aren't necessarily hip hop oriented like yourself? I think it's amazing what's happening. I think it's amazing that every single person from every single stratosphere of not only music, multimedia, uh, we are definitely an art, a place to look at for art. Period. In, period. Right now, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. I think it's amazing that it's not just focused on hip hop. I don't want it to be that. Uh, I don't even think the people who it was focused on wanted it to be that. That's why you're having so many people like uh, Chancellor, who's doing his things with the CPS, and um, you know. Kai, who started as uh, just the the manager, the assistant manager to the Omis, and I remember her doing backup for me at my shows, and it's so tight to finally see someone like her who has a dope voice, who's such a presence and commanding presence, thrive. Someone like Raven, who's so young and so dope. Just graduated high school. Just oh. <laughs> just graduated high school. <laughs> just doing her thing, touring. Uh, and I love it. I love every second of it. And I just want to revel in it. And I, you know, it's exciting, man. You are a Save Money affiliate. You've been down since day one. You know all these cats. I'm not saying you rap or anything. Although that interlude. <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> kind of sounds like maybe maybe you're stepping into that arena i don't know oh my we'll, we'll get to that in a second yeah. but is it easier to envision success when you are friends with so many people who are achieving it do you feel like it's that much more attainable that's a that's a good question because i never you know i never want to use their success has anything to do with me. My success and their success is completely separate. I don't care. I know I've known some of those guys since I was three. It's completely separate. Uh, they're doing their thing and it's extremely commendable. But is it easier to envision success when it's around you? Sure. Does it put a lot of pressure on you when you are so close to it and people know you know this person? So why aren't you doing these things? It's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of, you know, Sometimes I wish I was even more separated sometimes because then it would be a lot easier to focus on my individual process. My process is not their process. I went to school. I, you know, there's a lot of things I want in my life. I'm not looking to be, you know, the world's biggest pop star. If it were to happen, that's cool. If it weren't to happen, that's cool. I'm chilling. I'm just doing what I want to do. And success in my mind may be a lot different than what success is in other people's minds. And that's why I place myself kind of in a, in a different arena when it comes to success. Let's talk about things and factors. Yeah. Bars. Bars. <laughs> Where did this come from? So I was sitting down with Chasen, and Chasen 
had been pressuring me. He was like, you got to just do like one rap. Just like one rap. <laughs> just because? Just because. Just because like, why not? Like, it'll be fun. Right. It'll be cool. Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, man, you know, whatever. Yeah, let's do it. I was feeling that way that day. And there's things and factors. And it's an interlude because that's that's all I had rap-wise coming out of me. You're like, that's it. Oh Eight bars, done. I'm done. That's <laughs> I'm all done. I got in. I'm done. So it's... we're going to have to wait for about two more oh, releases before we get like one full verse. Just like eight bars here, eight bars here. Pro- probably. He keeps pressuring me. He's like, do, do it again. It'll get better each time. I'm like, <laughs> oh, we'll see, man. What's love without a little finesse? What plug? Y'all know I am the power strip. Who else? I'm the best at the ends. I swallow, don't spit. I came through your ribs. I listen to your ideas. I don't hate you, cause I don't love you no more. And you claim you adore everything about me. I don't want you. I don't care what you wore. Who you know who you are. And the crew you came with. From our last conversation, I know you you give a lot of credit to your mom, Tequila, mm-hmm. for informing you to social justice and things mm-hmm. popping off in the world. I mean, I don't even know where to start with as many things that have happened since 2015. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel things have happened in Chicago as it pertains with the relationship with, let's say, the police and some of our communities of color after Laquan McDonald? And so many things that have happened nationally. Have you think? Have you felt things have changed with the rise of groups like Black Lives Matter, like Freedom Square, the Let Us Breathe Collective? Mm-hmm. I believe that people are now more aware of what it takes to empower ourselves as a community, and that is money. You got to give back. Uh, my mom says you got to give black if you want to empower our communities and you want to see them successful. Actually, my my very last presentation in college was about uh, financial uh, independence as a community and as a form of activism. I think it is the most important form of activism. We're not going to win with these people, not with words. We tried that for years, and I think it is going to take some real a real stab at capitalism and the very core of it. These people do not care what you have to say anymore. The way you really get to them is you put back in the communities with the money. That's how we got to look at it now. Um, my mom is very dedicated in the sense that she won't even go to a gas station that's not black owned. Put your, <laughs> put your money where your house is. Right, exactly. She won't live in a community that is not predominantly black. She puts herself in those positions because it, she's right. That's that's what it has to take right now in 2017 when the world just elected Donald Trump. You got to put yourself right back into your community, your money, your time, your awareness, uh, everything, your your whole everything, everything. Yeah. Self-sustaining. And I yep. think places like Hyde Park are trying yep. to do that very thing, which is really dope. Yep. <laughs> Bernie Love, thank you so much for making time. No problem. Thank you guys so much. I-